Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about fights and tights. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And it's good to be back again. Uh, how you been, Pat? How you been, buddy? Pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Going to the movies a lot, more than usual. I guess really? we're already kind of already in that summer blockbuster phase. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you been seeing? Oh, you know, all those, all the hits. Recently, the Detective Pikachu, and then like two weeks before that was uh, Endgame, so that was a lot of feelings. Right, yeah, I still haven't seen it. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I'm here living in 2002, just unaware of any of the things, so. Mm. How was Detective Pikachu, though? I really liked it. Like, I, I think, I mean, this is kind of a common thing that I've heard mo- a lot of people say, but where it's like, the, well, the plot, you know, whatever, the plot's fine. Like, oh, sorry, do you, I don't mm-hmm. know how much you want me to say, like. I it I probably won't even get to see it, so <laughs> Okay. Well wait for it uh to show up on streaming or something. Right, right. Yeah, overall I would say the plot was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's not amazing, it's not incredible. Um I wasn't expecting whatever things that they were throwing at me with it, but it was more kind of like taking in this world and then this is something that everyone said, but it's like a world where Pokemon are real and they just live with them. And that's just what it is. It wasn't like a, it's not like a new thing. It's not like a, hey, this is a crazy new, like, oh, suddenly they appeared in our world. Like, it felt like they sold it as an in-universe thing with people just walking around and they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. so I, I really liked it for that moment. And then, you know, I went with the family for it. And it was just nice. It was nice to go. Nice to see. I would love to see more, like, take place in that world for sure. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I'm still in the minority on not liking really how it. Lo- I mean, I, all I see is is the 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 twit is you know the the memes mm-hmm. and the images, and I still really don't. Something about them being lifelike furry just really. Hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't settle well with me. But I think it works in motion, and I feel like okay. they sell they sell it like the things have the weight that they need to have. Um, Pikachu's fluff really works. I think I was talking to a friend and he said that Psyduck was actually the thing that he thought was conveyed the best. And it was kind of like hmm. just the fluffiness and kind of manic look <laughs> Psyduck has <laughs> that just I don't know, sold him on it. So that was really nice. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Well, good, good. I definitely like all of the fan art that spawned of just Pikachu drinking coffee and like holding knives because like that. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, definitely some look better than others. Like. I don't really know how to say it beyond that, but I think that like it was a lot of a lot of it was the atmosphere of it. Like I enjoyed that very much, and mm. I would I don't I don't know what the heck else they do, but it was it was interesting. I I I did enjoy it. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> go in a circle and keep saying the same thing. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Good. 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 I haven't really seen or done all that much. I, I've been taking a bit of a toku break after finishing. Th- did we? I'm trying to remember on the last pod if I mentioned that I finished Kaku Ranger. Is that something we talked about? I don't think you had. No, not yet. Not, okay. Um, you had not yet finished it, but the last time we recorded. So. Okay, then yes. I have finished Kaku Ranger. That's sort of a big toku achievement mm-hmm. since then, and I'm, I'm about to wrap Mystic Force. I finally kind of got back on that. But Kaku Ranger was really, really good. Mm. It 
very much appealed to me in all the ways that Toku does, I guess. Like, it, it, it was very much a season for me. I, I think some of its high points were really, really high. I don't really feel like it ever was bad either. I don't know, and I maybe liked it more than Die Ranger. It's hard to say. There's been about a year, a year or so since I've watched Die Ranger, so I, I don't know. But I really, really liked Kaku Ranger, like a lot. Mm, and okay. I think the, in, the, the finale was a really interesting, a really interesting way to end a show that's about punching things until they explode. Uh, it was just not the track I thought they were going to go on. I think the the mid season upgrade was pretty well earned. I mean, it was a pretty you know, I mean, it's a it's a ninja series, so there's going to be scrolls. But the the interesting thing was they each of them had a different little side quest to pick up their own scroll, and so it took them you know five or six episodes or so to really kind of gather all the scrolls together and get the upgrade. And it wasn't unlike say like Lupin Ranger right now where they're pretty much always getting a new a new toy. So it's I mean they're obviously earning it and building it as they go, but it's just something they're just always doing. So mm-hmm. this was, but it wasn't like a one or two episode thing either. So it was just long enough to feel like a mini arc, I think. And that was really nice. And just some of the later episodes were just really, really good. All the yokai were really fun and, and interesting. It was great. It was a really good show. I, I definitely recommend Kaku Ranger. And it's certainly one that I have the least sort of forewarning about since a lot of it just wasn't really used for MMPR. Like there's really just no, there's really just none of that in it because they just didn't use what they could for alien rangers and that was about it <laughs> right yeah it was it really so. mostly just the costumes like or did they actually use much footage at all i, I don't not, really it, know. i mean in retrospect i mean i having seen alien rangers only like nine or ten episodes and mmpr season three while it was probably some of the better mmpr stuff i don't really recall that much hmm. about what they use the yokai just they're so specific Oh, another thing I will say is I think Ninjor is my one of my favorite Sixth Ranger late additions to the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's interesting is, uh, and I think we've, I heard this on Ranger Danger or, or what have you, but in any case, I mean, it's pretty obvious from the text of the, the MMPR that they, they flipped the order of the uh, Zords. Mm-hmm. The order in which they get them in Kaku Ranger is, they reversed it from MMPR, which I guess because the uh, Muteki Shogun, who's like the giant the Japanese castle, they have at the beginning is really imposing and cool looking so i guess they thought it was more of an upgrade than than the other i guess that was the decision in any case ninjor in mighty morphin is like the character who helps give them their powers right both in the movie and in the show like he's like right there from the get-go he's this sort of silly kooky character and he gives them their power so he's just there but in cocker ranger he doesn't really show up until i don't know nearly two-thirds of the way through the show maybe it's like somewhere around the like late 30s, mid to late 30s, I guess, of a 52 episode run. So he's not really in the show all that much, as opposed to like, I'm just expecting him from the get go. But like when he shows up, he's a really, really fun character. And he's, they didn't necessarily, uh, you know, you never know with Power Rangers how much they change things or don't change things. I mean, he's still a very silly character in Kaku Ranger, because Kaku Ranger has a lot more comedy elements in it. But I think the fact that he's like, because usually, I mean, at least, I don't know about you, but when I think of, like, a Sixth Ranger type character or a later edition cast member, it's always somebody who's somehow cooler than the rest of the cast or, like, really experienced or you know, or whatever. You know, they're, they're somehow more powerful or more kind of in command, usually some kind of veteran type character. And that's not always the case, but you tend to think of them that way. You know what I mean? And Ninjor is really not that style of character. He's kind of a hot-blooded red, and a lot of his like his powers to change into samurai man. Like basically every episode, someone calls him an amateur, and he just loses it 
and turns Ugh. into Samurai Man, and it's it just kind of works every time. And just all the shenanigans he gets into, I don't know. He's really really fun. He's he's I think my favorite of that style of character so far. So I'm I really enjoyed Cocky Ranger, and I'm excited to move on to to O Ranger. So hmm. so news wise, uh, I don't know if we have much news wise. We're in the Raywa era now. Yeah, that's pretty that's exciting. Right. I think uh, uh, we talked about it a little bit last time, but I think the funniest thing I've seen since then is people commenting that all those people that have to put together the uh, all Heisei era openings, like compilations on YouTube, they can finally rest. They can finally <laughs> hang their hats up because Heisei is over and they can definitively yeah. end adding a, you know, <laughs> a new opening to those things every every year. Yep. But uh, Reiwa's here. We've got Ryu Solgard, uh seems to be doing really well in terms of Twitter popularity. I haven't started watching it. Have you? I haven't. No, we haven't. I mean, I figured we were going to watch at least one of the one or two of the episodes. So I've been yeah, off yeah. on it. Figure well, once we finish. Thanks up, for waiting for up. me, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once we wrap up um, Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger, we'll I think we'll sort of do a tour of, mm-hmm. of things just to. Yeah, feel things problem. out or mix it up right yeah yeah definitely that'll be fun yeah the thing that i've i've noticed the most just in people like on twitter or just in screenshots the black ranger in this one he just, he just seems like an interesting dude just from <laughs> just, mm-hmm. like he's either always mad at somebody or just looking cool i don't know if that's the wrong interpretation but that's my vibe so far right right yeah that's that's really um i'm, I'm just really excited to see i, I mean i guess the my thing is, my heart is always going to be with Sentai. Like, I love Ultra, and I love Kamen Rider, and, and, and Garo looks cool. I haven't tried it yet. But, like, hmm. my heart's always going to be with Sentai and Power Rangers, and that's the one that I want to... I want it to be doing well no matter what. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're enjoying Lupin Ranger vs. Pat Ranger, and but I, I think the, the momentum wasn't there for a lot of people, and it, it always makes me a little sad whenever I want Power Rangers and Sentai to be doing well, and it kind of warms my heart that both Beast Rangers and... Ryusogor both seem to be doing really well and are they have a lot of energy and a lot of momentum in the fandom right now and that that just always warms my heart so and it could just be our bubbles but that yeah Beast Morphers looks it sounds like it's doing really well I don't know I just was seeing like rumors or stuff like I, I think we only seen the first three episodes but still need to catch up on them it sounds like it's chugging right along and I'm interested oh. in seeing where it goes Oh no, there is some news that I that want that uh, that's happened since last episode that I did want to bring up, and it's a real bummer. Hmm. But um, and I'm uh, I'm pronouncing his name right. Pua Magasiva, the actor who was the Ninja Storm Red Ranger, he passed away in the past few weeks. I don't know what the conditions were, but I mean, he was only 38 years old. It's just really sad for for a guy like that to go young. And as far as um. I mean, obviously, a character you portray is not who you are as a person, but he was one of my favorite Reds. I really, really enjoyed Ninja Storm. It's a good season, and he was a great Red. And uh, from all the accounts that I was seeing, just from friends and family and stuff like that on, on Twitter, it seemed like he was a very beloved guy. You know, a lot of people are going to miss. So it just that was really sad to see that happen. Mm. So mm-hmm. feels like feels like it's too early to be be losing Rangers, but you know, yeah. So that was a Any, real bummer. Anytime you hear about it, really. Yeah, so but just thirty-eight. Scott. I mean, I I don't know about you, but I'm not far away from that either. So it's just one of those things where you're just like, that's so young, that's mm. so young. So just very sad. But, sorry, I didn't mean to be a bummer there, but that just was kind of a that definitely kind of shook me a little bit. I, I was not expecting to to see that for sure. But oh, um, yeah, I, I it's it's that's unfortunate. I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't deal with death very well, so I, I don't really I don't react. E- 
I really don't either. Yeah. It's just it's just very sad that you know, and it's one of those things like I don't know. You, you hate to see it at any age, but it's just it really does hurt to see him kind of go that young. And it's uh, I don't know. It's a shame, but it's, it's it was tough. very very encouraging to see the community response to it. Everybody was very respectful and very you know very positive kind of celebration of life type thing. So, but it just it sad. So definitely yeah. wanted to mm-hmm. to to make recognition of that. So. Well, um, on to lighter news. Shall we begin discussing the events of of Lupin Ranger vs. Pat Ranger since we last left off? Yes. So off camera, off mic, we watched 40 and 41. 40 was kind of a little bit of the aftermath of, I guess, Kyrie getting a little too close or Keitro trying to get too close to Kyrie, and he was kind of a little bit moody. And so Toma and Umika were worried about him. And of course, they run into a gangler that makes them worry even more. Uh, was his name Jugong Manatee, like or Dugong yeah. Manatee? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, love is, like, I loved him. Yeah, like is he a <laughs> Dugong? Is he a Manatee? What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, them, um, them like looking at the pictures and like stressing out was was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, so like he's he basically turned up, like amped up their anxiety, and so um, throughout the episode, they end up coming up with these really specific scenarios that kind of mix and blend together where they're they're so worried about Kyrie that they're they think what is it umika thinks that she, he's gonna marry this random lady and then get divorced and then live alone because she took the kids forever and then toma's concerned that he's gonna just eat and eat and eat and eat and then a woodpecker is going to fly in and blow him up. And then it just mixes all these. It's just a bunch of odd scenarios. But it was kind of fun. Like, what are they? What's happening here, guys? I don't, <laughs> don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and it turns out, yeah, he was a little bit anxious about Keichiro. And they end up, the Lupin Rangers ended up challenging the monster together. And then he's like, I think Noel's like, hey, you know, your friends are worried about you. aren't You, you should probably let them know what's up. They, oh, I, I wasn't thinking about it. They end up defeating Dugong Manatee, or Dugong Manatee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, ju- first of all, during the fight, they do something crazy called like Lupin Kaiser All-Stars, which is like, I don't know what the precedent for this was. You just want to show off all the robots at once. Okay, I was going to ask you that, too, because I was watching, and I was like, okay, this feels like this should have been prefaced with something, and I was like, yeah. did I forget? Did I forget something that's happened? But I was yeah. like, I, just, like, like I guess it's magic. On the field. <laughs> I don't know. Like they were using magic to do it because they. No, I mean magic is one of the the weapons. No, right? I know, but it was just funny. Um, it's like I guess it's magic? Question mark. That feels yeah. like the Toku response. Like I guess this is just magic. <laughs> yeah, and so they did it, and it's like, oh wait, only one of them is real. Maybe they just had mirrors, giant mirrors set up, and then they defeated the monster. Like I was like, okay, fine. Um, and then it turns out uh, Kyrie was trying to find someone to adopt this dog. And it was like, that's why I was so preoccupied and bothering a bunch of people that you didn't know. Mm. But at the same time, he was like kind of willing to face a little that he was pushing people away. And so one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that uh, Keichiro had tried to connect with him on in the in a previous in the previous episode was this whatever mobile game he was playing and then he like oh here let me install it for you which i'm like stealth ad like is that is that what you're doing here because i think that's a real (laughs) game i don't know i didn't look it up but it looked like whatever he was playing he put on his phone and suddenly they're gonna connect that way or something as you do right yeah i mean that's how it goes right uh and then 41 this this guy this one i would say is a little bit more interesting like that wasn't 
was fine. But this was a little more interesting because uh, the the big boss tells Destra, like, hey, you know, uh, maybe are you interested in uh, taking over? You want to you want to give it a shot? And Destra just goes for it. Like he just attacks Toma and Sukasa sort of when they're on their own. Like they just happen to run into each other and they they get pulled into the world where I think either she's already been transformed and he's not. Or there, or he hasn't. He, he didn't get a chance to transform before they get pulled into this other world. Toma's in a situation where he has to protect, like he has to pretend that he's unskilled or pretend that he's just a regular dude. Meanwhile, Destra goes after Sakuya and Keichiro mm-hmm. and also pulls them into the other world. The Lupin Rangers are kind of freaking out, like, what the heck? What are we supposed to do? How do we deal with this? Uh, because on the other side, it's just Umika and Kairi. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the other world, we have a little bit of like T- Toma playing dumb or pretending not to know what he's doing. Right, um, right. Sakuya and Keijiro like are off somewhere else, but slightly, slightly in the same place, and they run end up running into uh, Cowboy Absolute Zero. <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, what's gonna happen? And and we kind of kind of see that this other world is where uh, the boss's mansion is. So I guess this is where they're coming from, and it seems like it's a one way trip. Uh, meanwhile, the Lupin X, Lupin Red, and Lupin Yellow are kind of trying to deal with Destro on the other side. Uh, and Destro is so strong that the uh, future prediction powers don't work on him. So it's like, no matter what you predict, he's still going to like slap you. Like, <laughs> got in there. <laughs> but they thankfully, they had stalled just enough so that, for whatever reason, they got freed from the other world. And so all of them attacked at once and it seemed like it would be like oh we got him but i I, either it missed or he was just so resilient that it didn't kill him and then instead of instead of destro becoming giant he just summoned some golems and so they they all they they tackle the golems themselves um was it the loop was it the lupon team i can't remember like yeah i I was like okay well it's fine golems so i was kind of spacing a little bit um (laughs) and then after this it's revealed that zamigo let actually let all of them out of the other mm-hmm. world and that's when they were able to get away with it um something to note is that at some point they were in such a bind that toma had to grab the gun vs changer uh mm-hmm. and shoot at the enemies and Tsukasa totally saw it but it, she didn't really comment on it so i feel like she's going to save that information for later right right and then on on top of that destra did not have his uh his lupon collection piece even though he's a double status gold he, he was just so dang strong, he felt like he didn't need it. <laughs> Ghosh comes do. up at the end of this, right? Yeah, like Ghosh comes up at the end of this and says, like, why, why don't you use it? Maybe you'll need it. So it's just about where we are. Like, it seems like next episode, that's what we're going to get a taste of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was a, a little bit of more of a comedy one and then a bit of a plot-heavy one, which I still, you know, I have been harping on this for just dozens of episodes now, but... I still kind of wish we knew what the ganglers were up to. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish we had some clue. Like, I mean, does this not feel like, I don't know. This is, I guess, my main complaint is I like the, okay, we're getting a little bit of plot. We're getting a little momentum. But, like, I feel like we had a very similar setup with Ghosh and Destra in the forest, like, vaguely implying plans did we not have this moment i don't know 20 episodes ago you know what i mean like <laughs> that's my only real complaint is i feel like are we are we starting now because guys we don't have a whole lot of don't have a whole lot of show left to work with yeah yeah i, I still really enjoyed both episodes i thought they were really really good all the subtext between toma and Sukasa was really fun 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the episode before that, I loved the when when they were following Kyrie around and imagining the different scenarios for him, like with the the mockingbird, like yeah. hitting his stomach and making him explode. All that stuff was just ridiculous, and it was and it was so overacted. It was really great. I loved it. Yeah, I had fun with it for sure. All right, well, are we ready to watch us some uh, some Super Sentai? Let us do it. Let's do that thing. この番組はTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyo
And so the first thing Kyrie does is he runs up and like he looks like he's going to shoot Destro with Lupin Magnum, but turns around and uses it to propel himself through the energy, energy whatever, mm-hmm. his gravity field. Yeah. Which works eventually. And uh, we get like a really cool like super attack that is supported by Keitaro, like while he's distracted by this super attack that's coming in through his barrier. Keitaro grabs the Lupin items that he's just holding and he's interrupted just enough that they can get in a few a lot of a few good hits mm-hmm. and this at this point is when Lupinac shows up I think or yes is it he like flips next? in he flips in and uh grabs the toys in midair the mm-hmm. uh, the vehicles as they're flying yeah. backwards yeah, oh 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 um but that was not that's not until oh that's like a sorry that's a few super Keichiro, attacks later <laughs> well no 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 yeah yeah the super attacks happen but um, Keijiro uses his, um, or uses the two uh, collection items that Destra's holding to unlock the safes. So he's, right. he, the cop, is is breaking into the safes for once, mm-hmm. um, which is unusual. A little um, B&E and, on the side. Yeah, and so then, like, the last two that are missing or that were used to unlock it, that's what uh, Lupin X, Pat Ren X grabs. They go in for a big super, which looks really great. And then that's not quite enough to take him down. Destro shows up and they all intentionally combine into a good, cool Kaiser. And did they defeat Destro? Like, it's super big, colorful laser. Yes, yes. And the colorful oldest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the last shot we have is one of the boss kind of mourning Destro and two um, the Pat Rangers celebrating. Celebrating their victory at Juror and all together, including Noel. Jim and including Hilltop, like yep. everybody's right. there. Yep, yep, yep. You get yep. A little orange juice um, toast. It's very nice. It's very, very pleasant. Very yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, how did you feel about this episode? Come on, why don't I talk for a bit? Since you just got done running your, you have to do that I'll, whole recap. I'll save you. I'll save your voice. I um, accept. I really enjoyed this episode. I feel like the um, maybe some of the setup was a little all over the place, and maybe some of the justification for which powers could or would or wouldn't and all that was yeah you know it was typical just kind of you have to go with the moment by moment logic but i think what really made this episode so much fun was the sheer variety of like combo team super attacks that we got and how i mean we basically and i think you and i talked about this during the episode that the sort of giant beam isn't always the most exciting thing to see in toku like it's kind of cooler to see like a melee attack there's a little more movement and kind of kinetic elements to it but we saw a, like a number of big beam attacks, but each one of them was kind of different and interesting visually and the visual language being used, like when they were doing the attacks, like for example, when the, the Good Cool Kaiser was like firing the giant uh, magnum at the end, when it flashes to Kairi and Keichiro, like out of their, uh, you know, more in their sort of plain clothes, like and focusing on their eyes and, you know, all that stuff just really, really worked really well and made those attacks feel so powerful and big. And just seeing like all the team super weapons all together or Kyrie like just firing the magnum to try to crack through the glass, like, all that stuff just was really, really good. And I think that sold it for me. I, I, I didn't think I'd be going into this going, oh, look at all these great big beam attacks, but it was really, really good. Yeah, for real. Especially how, like, just the shot of it loading up, um, loading up all the VS vehicles as, like, bullets into the larger Lupin mm-hmm. Magnum. Like, that was just excellent. Like, ah, like, it looks cool. Please let it go on sale. Uh, 
<laughs> the toy commercial worked. Please, please stop advertising. Yeah, right. Oh, please. I'm already buying it. Please. Already, don't, don't do this. <laughs> Very effective toy commercial. Just that one, though. I don't, I'm not interested in the Kaisers. Just, just the Lupin Magnum because he's precious and must. <laughs> <laughs> must be protected. protected. He protect, but he also attack, but we protect yeah. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ground attack was great. Mm. Yeah. They, you know, Destra hasn't had a whole, I mean, I guess he's probably, I mean, he and Ghost are the sort of our two primaries mm. in terms of being lieutenants. And I think we've probably seen more of Ghost than Destra. And Destra's always kind of had the same thing. He's just super tough. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we got a pretty good feel for, for his sort of indestructibility and stuff this episode. And you, you got the sense that, okay, yeah, it's going to take like six super beams to drop this guy. So I, th- I think they did a good job selling that. It didn't feel like a sudden shocker, like why, why does it all of a sudden take so much to defeat him? They've pretty much played that that theme for him the whole time. So, uh, and I think just kind of framing it as his like, I'm the one that's trying to you know be the next boss and sort of take over his legacy gave him just enough of a motivation that that it worked. Yeah, I will say like the one thing that was neat, like I mean not the one thing. There were a lot of like interesting things about Destro, but like he he really no sold any of their hits, like any of their punches or small shots, like when they were just trying to like do anything to him. And he didn't need to do it. He could have just barreled through it, but he was he was really like, Mm-hmm, yeah, okay, keep going. Like, just wait, wait, watch. I'm gonna swing this hammer. Like <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of that like intimidation, I guess, by Futility? If that makes sense? Yeah, right, right. Something I'm interested in now is what I remember in this one battle appearance, the boss rocked everybody with like just by waving his hand and uh, at the end of this he's actively like upset. So it seems like very soon we're gonna see him be an active player and that's gonna be kinda scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're I sort of feel like the the boss is either the boss or Ghosh are going to be more emboldened to be more active in some way or to risk more. I think now that one of them's been hurt, you know what I mean? Like I think it's been kind of a sort of a game for a long time. Now that Destra's gone, I think one or both of them will risk more, and maybe we'll get more of Cowboy Absolute Zero too. Um, again, I'm just I'm just praying for some some heavier villainy, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else there's to say. I feel like even summing it up covered, <laughs> covered everything, um, in that tone. <laughs> oh, I guess the one thing was Noel is like, what the heck is Noel hiding at this point? Because I'm sure we're gonna find out soon. For Kogre to be so clandestine about his, well, shady mm-hmm. is a better way to put it. Because he was just like, right, shut up, like don't talk about it, stay out of the fight. Like, what do you know? What's happening here? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we we do need to get more from Kogure too, definitely. So mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like more is gonna hit the fan because especially this the fact that they're literally working together and we got like both teams are working together, mm-hmm. they're more emotionally attached to each other, and there's that uh happy little moment uh, at the end there where they're all sort of having a big meal around the table is a little too sweet. I feel I feel like the friction's coming now. I feel like some kind of revelations oh, or something sure. is coming. So they're, get, they're getting a little misunderstandings. too Yeah, they're getting too comfortable, even with uh, like Sukasa telling Toma, like, "Oh, I should have like a couple episodes ago. Oh, I should have pegged you for ta- tactical team or something." You know, she had this yeah. whole thing, like, you know, they're they're getting a little too comfortable. Where's where's the drama, the misunderstandings, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, what's going to happen is they're going to find out that the Cafe Juror folks are the Lupin Rangers, and they're going to be upset that they've been lied to this whole time. 
easy. That's easy, right? Like, mm-hmm. On one hand, you're like, cool allies. But the other hand, I'm like, you freaking lie to us, man. Like, they're not going to take it lightly, I think. Or Sakuya will... No, there we go. Um, Sakuya will take it the hardest because he's the big feelings. And they're going to be... I don't know. That's my prediction. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's what I feel like is going to happen. All right. Well, so I think... I mean, I'm still super positive on the show, and I feel like we're building up momentum to good stuff. Mm. Can't wait to finish it out and uh, and have more good stuff in the pipe. Anything else before we sign out, Pat? Um, I think we have a non-Lupin Ranger episode coming up. Secret, secret. We Not do. Really. Ooh. Yeah, so that, that'll be soon, I hope. It's a scheduling thing at this point, but uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. Hope hope to bring hope to bring more excitement, a little more mix up into the formula mm-hmm. coming up. I mean, we we've talked about it a little bit off the pod, but I think detaching ourselves a little bit from a weekly is probably going to be the plan going forward, so we have a little more flexibility because mm-hmm. I think the special episodes are really fun to have guests on and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so. certainly. Yeah, um, and I think scheduling will be a little bit easier from here on out. Probably. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, I guess that'll be it. Cool, cool. Sign us out. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast! Podcast.